Hello, this is a mini campaign between seasons of Ward and Witchcraft. So this is still a world of darkness, the same world of darkness in which a group of mages played around in the ocean of time and made some unexpected and possibly permanent tweaks to the universe. So if you haven't listened to Wards and Witchcraft, uh, I'd go back and uh, check out our YouTube channel um, and it's available on other podcast platforms. So in this corner of the world, just north of Boston in the very liberal, very geeky, very queer city of Somerville, where all manner of weird is welcome, there is a particular pocket of very, very weird. So this is a story about the weird, changelings who have escaped from the Fae into a world that has perhaps forgotten them and where they're trying to make their way as sometimes entirely new beings. This is also a story about mages who tend to find themselves in a lot of trouble, particularly when they're thrown into things that they don't fully understand. So this is a story about choices and consequences. And it's a story about the lost, the awakened, and the forgotten. So as we join our players, uh, I really want to go through some hard and soft lines. These are boundaries that uh, you can set for me so that any content that makes you uncomfortable, um, kind of squishes you out, can uh, cause a lot of discomfort um, in any way. Um, you can tell me if it's a soft line, um, something that um, I could lightly touch, or um, let me give you some warning if it's going to come out so you can opt out of experiencing it. Um, or if it's a hard line where you don't want this content to come up at all, I won't include it in any of the storyline, whatever uh, your characters choose to do. Um, so I'd like to go around. Um, and if you could tell me some of your, your boundaries, that would be great. Um, so let's start with uh, Victoria. Would you mind explaining some things for us? Yeah, so I mean, um, I'm no great fan of graphic violence, but a soft line, I could be okay if it's for the plot, but I have a very hard line on sexual violence. Okay, uh, that makes a lot of sense and I, I tend to agree, yes. <laughs> um, next in my panel of players is Charlie. Um, same with the hard line with sexual violence, um, soft line with, when it comes to, um, torture. That is a good one and often comes up in World of Darkness stories. So thank you. <laughs> uh, fantastic new hat, Trevor. I wanted to fit in. <laughs> Too bad it's really fit over the headset. <laughs> is there any content that I should, um, consider in my storyline. Nothing I could think of. Okay, cool. Um, we have uh, creepy, creepy-eyed Mitchell. <laughs> yes. Uh, in addition to a hard line on sexual violence, I think just a soft line on anything overtly sexual. So just fade to black kind of stuff would make me feel most comfortable. Absolutely. Um, and our new player, Kyle. Hi. Um, I would like to throw in a soft line on overt medical gore. But vivid descriptions would would wig me out a bit. Okay, I will definitely keep all of these in mind. Um, there will be absolutely no sexual violence. Um, I believe torture was also a hard line. Is that right? Or soft line? All right, that will definitely give everyone warning, including you, our audience. If there's any uh, torture, sexual elements. Um, medical gore, um, and I'll try not to have those come up. So diving into our wonderful neighborhood of Somerville, uh, behind where the red line sits next to the Somerville Theater, it's bright lights playing at night. 
path, we find a unusual looking person, a little bit scaly, a little bit greeny, kind of lurking, looking a little lost, down, wandering down the street. And uh, they are probably a little cold, probably a little lonely, definitely overwhelmed by many of the other very human, very normal people walking around the streets. And they find themselves out in the back in a very oddly foggy parking lot um, with some lights. Uh, and not the kind of lights that you would avoid following in the hedge, but lights that look a little welcoming. Um, are you going to walk towards them? This, this is like the night when it took me. I will go towards the light, but I will shift from this reality unto another. Mistifer is a hell diver and can enter into worlds unseen to others. In these worlds, he sees reflections of what is truly there. Or perhaps what he sees is what is true. As you sink into the reality just underneath what everyone on the street might be seeing, clear as day right in this twilight is a very out of place wrought metal, not iron, fencing going maybe 10 feet up, curly cues all the way at the top so no one can crawl over, but very elegant. There's a set of doors that are open right now, although it doesn't look like there's many other people hanging around. And in the middle, there is a very, very large circus tent. And even underneath this level of reality, it's so bright to you and clearly a foggy haze for everyone else. It's no wonder that no one else can see it back up in mundane and it's bright velvet almost those giant red stripes going all the way to the top of the circus tent and all the way down giant uh, golden ropes holding up in place uh, two smaller tents around it and right inside the gate there is a small narrow purple fortune teller tent that goes up to the top on a large peak in a small window you think there's someone inside, but it's a little bit hard to tell from the side of reality. They seem to keep themselves stable, steady, doing their best to anchor themselves in the mundane. Slither through the cloth, brushing in the scaly hand. It's very, very soft feels a little bit like home, which doesn't really make sense for you, but it's almost infused in the fabric, a safe place. I press my face against it and slide through, looking for what lies beyond. Yes, there, sit down. If you're at the door, come in. <laughs> Take a seat right ahead. I it's fifth. Shift back into personhood in the chair. Fifteen dollars for palms, thirty for fit for tarot, twenty for bones. What would you like? No currency. I need to know where is 
my family. They ask for no currency. Show me your palm. No, your tongue. Flip it up. Hmm. Too purple underneath. Do you have missing family? I see your father's not in danger, is he? He may be. It has been so long since I've seen them. Yes, I sense that absence in you. No currency, no readings. There's an ATM around the corner. Perhaps I could make an exchange. What might you have I want? I'm very good at finding things. Perhaps for a favor, I could bring something to you. Finding things. Hmm. Let me see your hands. And the other? I would take you on it. But if I can't find your family, you won't write a Yelp review, will you? I know about the internet. I have surfed the seas of interwebs. Perfect. Shuffle these till they feel comfortable. Yes. You're not from here, are you? No. Close the tent flap. I am not from here. I am not from anywhere. I am lost. Well, there's nothing I can tell you that you can't tell yourself. Go on. Story that. Once had a friend. She was small and smooth, not mini. She kept me safe. Keep her safe. And one night she slipped from the window out into the woods behind my house. Followed her, and there I met a man, but not a man. He said I could have anything that I wished, but I wished for Nagini to return home safe, and in exchange, he took me. The Witch King. I don't know if it can be like an invest, a, an occult, like fortune telling to see if I can deduce anything about this Witch King. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I probably should have thought to do that from the get go to put fate side up. So, can I also at this moment in which this visitor is now more interesting to me than the average visitor. Throw up my fate site too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, Madam Meadowsweet, you've been at the circus for 
actually probably a month, not that long. You, you really want to impress people, but you've, you've learned that not everyone in the circus is human. In fact, no one at the circus is human. Um, and you're, you're from what this histopher is talking about. You've got some inkling, but you can absolutely roll to, to see for sure. Okay, I rolled two. Yeah, you've, you've been around uh, a changeling long enough to know Christopher is totally a changeling. <laughs> and many a changeling have wandered in and out of this circus. There's usually a job for them. Um, and it might look really good for you if you help add a new changeling to the ranks, particularly since some of them keep disappearing. Perfect. Perfect. So, my dear, let's be frank. This isn't you. Can I see you? Madam Meadowsweet does not have all day. <laughs> it's kind of like a flipping as each one of the scales flips from skin color to a more greenish yellow hue. The eyes change more reptilian and the neck extends, the hands become claws and you can see the snake-like person beneath the already kind of snake-like person. Oh, refreshing. I figured. I mean, I didn't ask, did I not ask to see your tongue right from the get-go? I knew it right away. The second you walked into the tent, changeling. They're all changelings. Well, I assume you want a job here? What is a changeling? <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> all right. We'll start from square one. You're a snake. You're from the Fae, you're stuck here, looking for your family, feel misplaced, kind of turn into a person, all hit home. That's not even, you don't even have to pay me for that. That's nothing. That's a changeling. Really? How long have you been on this side? What is side? Well, you're a tough case. When did you leave the set? What was that? I go places. I sometimes I go other places where things are strange. Is this the side I was just beyond? Well, darling, they don't get much stranger than here. And I'm going to holler for the ringmaster to come over. <laughs> it, you can stay like that. You like snakes. Snakes? Are there snakes here? <sighs> You're in deeper than I thought. We see those snake hands while he comes over. You're a, a sigh, someone opens the curtain and just looks at Histopher and goes, well, you've come to the right place. This is tall, at least to you, Histopher, this very tall man with a cloud of beard, just straight out from his face. His skin is and gnarled and he's got branches coming right out of the top of his head. The weirdest part is that there are birds just all over him, bluebirds, cardinals, uh, goldfinches, some in his beard, some up in his branches, they're just twittering. It's, it can be a little hard to hear over his soft-spoken voice, but at least he's got a kind face. Please don't eat the birds. Madam <laughs> uh, Meadowsweet, uh, kindly, kindly old man with big bushy blonde hair, um, white hair, in his beard, uh, dressed in suspenders, striped pants. Looks like he might have had a ringmaster coat on at one point, but he's thrown it off. Um, 
And he goes, well, you look like you could fit in. What's going on? Got a case for you. This one doesn't know he's a changeling. Doesn't even know what a changeling is. Doesn't recognize he's a snake. Watch. Hey, snakes. All snake. over. Where are the snakes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we did have to get rid of the snakes. They were causing trouble. I love snakes. Oh. I can tell you, man. Well, if you'd like to be around snakes and keep them under control, we might have a place for you. And we certainly can help you out with you know, who, what you are, what you're doing here. In fact, this is probably the safest place for you. We don't, we don't play with politics. We don't play with any conflicts. Is place as long as you work. Is this home? Sure, St. Patrick. It's home. What do you want us to tell you? My name is Histopher. Very appropriate. Christ, it is. Well, what do you say, Histopher? You want a warm bed and a roof and maybe some friends? Definitely a little bit of knowledge in your head. It would be a good place. Yes. Bed, warm. I like it when they're warm. Mm hmm. Like the stove for this one. I'll put you in Anna's old bunk. She liked it warm too. All right. You lead you out in the back and you have a new home, Mr. I'm not really sure how long Victoria's been in the world, and I'm not sure they know either. But wandering the same streets incredibly irritated at all of the posters on the wall that don't feature their face. We have another person stalking down the street of Somerville and usually people are pretty nice to each other but everyone's staying out of their way. Is there anything that you're looking for? Yes. Uh Victoire heard that there was a band playing in Cambridge and they're looking for them. They heard they were playing at the place where bands play in Cambridge. <laughs> Cantab. Cantab. Yep. <laughs> they were playing at the Cantab, so they're on their way there. Walking from Somerville down to Union, it's a bit of a hike. And there are just, there's so many people on the sidewalk. They're just drunk college kids, so many from Tufts, just hanging out, eating a dollar pizza slices and being so loud. You know a shortcut, it goes down through Mass Ave. So you cut through behind the Somerville Theater and there is something in your way. You've been down this alleyway a couple times, but this time there's something new impeding your path and it's a little hazy and you don't remember seeing it before, but there's something that you definitely would have remembered if you saw before. It's a giant circus tent surrounded by wrought iron fencing. It's odd, but Somerville's odd. Um, you see some posters in the distance hanging on this giant circus tent. One of them looks a little bit like you. Of course. You can't tell if it is, but just a little bit. I walk up to the poster and I rip it off and I tear it to shreds. And uh, Meadow Sweet, you've just started at this circus and someone is already vandalizing it. <laughs> All right, I'll stomp out. You know, slam the tent flap. Okay. 
it's so early. It's probably not early. I figure it's actually midday, but it's so early. early. You. Your sleep schedule is a little funky. <laughs> it's so early. Why are we ripping things off of the wall? Is this your circus? Did you put that poster up? Show me your tongue. Wait, uh, do you just ask everyone to show you their tongue? <laughs> it tells a lot about a person, the tongue, particularly snake tongues, bird tongues. Uh, Victoire is gonna kind of glare at you and then stick out their tongue. In the bottom? Underside. Two in one day. Come in, come in, sit down. Palms 15, Tara 30, bones 20. You don't want it. Sit, sit, sit. Why are you here? You shouldn't be hanging up trash like that around your circus. I don't hang the posters. Why would I hang the posters? It looks like you anyway. Is it your sister? Are you in a fight? Let me see your palms. Okay, here. Mm -hmm. And the other? Other one. Um, since I still have my life uh, sight on, can I see her for what she really is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, with your, your uh, which or not life, was? sorry, fate, fate sight. Uh, my apologize, my apologies. Yeah. Um... If it's up, then you see that this crow person uh, is absolutely a changing, just drenched with the flavors of the fae, um, the bitter flavors of the fae. There's a really weird connection between this changeling and the circus. There's lines going right to that poster. They're not happy lines. I don't hmm. believe in any of this nonsense of fate and fortune. Neither do I. Very well. What are you here for? I'm stopping you from defacing my circus. Why don't you want that poster up? Has it offended you? Very much so. The the face on that poster is supposed to be mine, but it's been stolen. Interesting. All right, well, let's start. Can you be you? I, you're my second one today. First one was a snake, didn't even know what a changeling was. I assume just talk right. Um, how are both my forms different? Um, so your mask is who you would look like to other human beings. You look like a human, pretty much. Um, okay. And then your mean is your true form, your changeling form, uh, how you've been um, manipulated by your time in the thing. Okay. Uh, as Victoire transforms, they transform into a elegant but also very scary crow person with jet black feathered hair and and um, clawed hands. I knew it, didn't I tell you, show me your hands. I knew they'd be ridiculous clawed hands, not normal hands. You weren't fooling me for a second. So what's your story? Why are you here? You're, oh yes, yeah, someone took your face. So are you not performing? Do we have to cancel you? No, I think um, you're a circus here. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. I'm not, but. Yes. Mm, I think I could probably use this to my advantage. Slow down. You ripped down a poster, now you want a gig? 
Are you hiring? And I call the ringmaster again. <laughs> what is the ringmaster's name? Uh, his name is Robin. Robin? Mm -hmm. Oh, adorbs. Robin, I got you another. Madam Meadowsweet, you've been here. You're here from across the yard. Hardly a month. Why are they coming to you? And opens the curtain says, It must be your personality. I'm charming, I know. People can't get Very. enough of me. Pay a dollar a minute to talk to me over my normal rates, of course, posted right there. I look at the rates and scowl. <laughs> Madam Meadowsweet, I thought we talked about not charging visitors who come in on off hours. The gates are supposed to be closed during the daytime. This is like seven in the morning. Hello. Welcome. I have bills. I have bills. I have to pay. <laughs> if the customers come, they come. They don't always come when your circus is going on. I need the customers when they come. Plus, two performers already today. They could at least pay for a palm reading. Fifteen. You're oh, right. That right. We have bills. We have some vacancies. Hello. My name is Robin. I'm the ringmaster. What can I do for you? I am, well, I am here because I am intrigued by <clears throat> your circus and I would like to lure someone to it. I will pay handsomely. That is a very unusual proposition. This is a good place. We don't deal with any of the intrigues of the court. We don't, I know it's a little bit frowned upon, but we try and stay out of any conflict, any issues that changelings have with each other, with, you know, mage politics doesn't sound like what you're proposing is something that we really want brought down on us. Also, she defaced the wall. I just put those up. Those, I mean, they're for like a month out, but they're freshly printed. It, okay. Oh, you should take them all down. They're trash. She's got a charming personality. They're recyclable. All right, what? You seem like you have some issues. And I say that in the nicest, kindest way. Maybe we can help you out with them without luring people. I don't know exactly what you intend to do with your lured target, but let me tell you, it's just, it's just one person and they're in no order or anything like that. One small person who's just like me, they are not even the real person. Ooh. There's no ooing. I know what this is about. Don't... All right, one question. I know this is a personal nature. We don't allow violence in the circus. It's part of our rules. It's part of the promises that keep this running. It means I can't sell curses, even though curses go for more than anything else. Exactly. No verbal curses, no violence. It, I said it's so, a good place. So if you just want to talk to this individual. Imposter. We'll call them an individual for now. 
I it can feels... do that peacefully in exchange for something for us, we might be able to make it work. What you do outside of the circus with outside of these gates is your own business. Just don't bring it on us. Fine. I do. I have I do have interest in having a conversation with her. So this will be good grounds to do it on. Wonderful. Now I have some things that we need here. Do you, it sounds trivial, but it's important to all of us. It's how we survive. Uh, do you have any performance experience or any sort of unusual talents? I mean, even if it's, you know, part of who you are and how you operate, we've got some, uh, get some regular people come in, you give them a show of the whole razzle dazzle. You help out uh, with that. Victoire, then... As you're speaking, she does this. Mm. And then she starts speaking in your voice, in the ringmaster's voice, and says, yeah, yeah, this is fine. You're hired. And Robin looks at Madame Meadowsweet and goes, well, you think that'll impress? I, I saw this. I knew when she walked in, I knew she could mimic voices. That's why I brought her to you. I always know. Mm, this is why we keep you around. It's not why. You're lovely. We enjoy having you here. We're very happy. But also, you contribute a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And I make the best tea. You do. Okay. You do. And the birds kind of twitter around. It's okay. An American making good tea? Please. You might find some pretty great hospitality here. I think we have one more. We definitely have at least one more. Open bunk. It's on roof. It's private. Let me show you. He leads you up the tent very graciously. And Robin, before you go, do not get too comfortable. I see more visitors. Yes, today will be a bountiful day. Now tea. <laughs> oh man. It's a really weird circus, guys. <laughs> Farther away from Davis Square in the heart of Somerville, there are some nicer houses. Um, back behind Mass Ave, there are larger, much older houses, some of them Victorian, many of them with lots of gardens, some of them with better caretakers and others. And then one of the older, larger houses that is desperately needing some landscaping. There's an unusual character living inside. It's some people know, know, I've never seen him going in and out and some people know exactly where he lives. And on this particular day, a bird has flown into your window. And then another bird flies into your window. These very unpleasant thuds. It's not great. You've had an incredibly long day uh, stitching up some really unfortunate skateboarder who has entirely too many legs to balance on a skateboard well. Um, was not very gracious, but then you're, you don't have the best bedside banner anyway. Uh, oh, and there's a third bird just flying right into your window. Just... Yeah, I'm gonna try to shoom away. I don't want any diseases or 
uncleanliness to enter my abode. I'm distracted with this kid here. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Shoot. Like, I, I take my cane and I'm like, I'm whacking the windowsill with it really hard. There's another bird. Then there's three at once. And the kid goes, what is going on? I, you know, there's just too many birds. I don't like birds. There was a whole thing, you know, in the before times. I really, and just kind of is stitched up. You've been pretty much finished with him. And he's just trying, clearly trying to get out of paying you. Backs out really, really quickly. <laughs> just. And I, I chase him down real quick, sort of with a wobble. And I sort of, I find a baggie and it's like filled with like a white powder. And I'm like, take a little bit at a time and put it in the inside of your gum. Because it tastes like, tastes awful, but you'll feel faster that way. And then I point at him and I point his chest real sternly. You owe me. Yeah, yeah I know. And I know how IOUs work around here. Goes down the street. So are you out on like the front porch having this conversation or still inside? I'm gonna say the door is open, but yeah, the sort of in the, the foyer of the house. But yeah, door's totally wide open. The birds could come in if they decide. <laughs> yeah, just as you're closing the door, like three birds come in. Um, they're all robins. And they're clean looking, but they're definitely birds. Um, they kind of flutter around and they land on the banister and uh, the middle one opens his mouth and goes, I hate calling on you, but we've got a bit of a, an issue back behind the theater. You know, with the, you've been here, I think. Um, Saskia had an issue with the swords and I'm not bringing her into the hospital again. They just did not understand what was going on. Can you just come down now? I mean, she'll survive, but as soon as you can. She'll survive, yet yeah, you need me? I mean, yeah. fine. Well, let me know, I'm taking a lot of time. <laughs> Uh, very well. I shall make it there post-haste. You've, uh, you've passed by the circus. You haven't really been in it, but you know where it is. You know what it is. It's, it's like an independent safe hold. Um, you know, the, the courts don't really love it. They don't really trust changelings who are not part of the court, but it's it's got a good reputation. It's kind of like a wayward home for misfits. Um, they, they do good for the neighborhood. They do good for the changelings. Um, it's odd, but they're good. Um, so you go up to the gate and Robin's there with this collection of birds. And, uh, doctor, welcome back. Or welcome to the first time. I don't, I don't remember, but uh, here, just thank you for coming. Where's the person who swallowed a knife or whatever? Okay, so he leads, leads you behind the big tent and there's maybe 10 uh, trailers. Um, nice looking trailers. Some of them are made of wood. Some of them are newer. Some of them are more like tiny houses. It's a collection from maybe different generations. Um, lead you into one of them. And there is, well, from your perspective, very large, very muscular, three-eyed uh, young girl laying on the couch and there's just a sword sticking out of her mouth looking so grumpy and Robin goes yeah. I mean she's so great at it but sometimes when you eat the wrong thing I guess she swallowed an apple whole or something I'm not sure what she ate but it's just it's stuck can you I don't know do your thing 
and just get the sword out. I mean, you know, it's, it's not going to cut her, but it's probably very uncomfortable. And Saskia is there just like, ah, <laughs> making noises <laughs> on the bed. <laughs> mm. Very well. I'll go to, like, rock to, like, this, uh, the girl lying at the table. I'll take, like, a look at her. And I'm like, okay. And I, I go to the, like, a counter. There's, like, a sink nearby. I'll take a cup or whatever I can find. And I start mixing all those weird concoctions together. Like, I, like, watch me, like, rake their cabinets. And I find, like, a bottle of, like, vinegar or something. And I, like, like um, I slam it down. I open through a couple of other bottles. And I start pouring into this. Uh, cup and like, okay. like I swirl it with my finger real quick. I'm like, yeah. I walk up to the girl. I take the, the hilt of the sword. I just yank it out and give her this cup. I'm like, drink this. Chug. I will never understand modern medicine, but if it works, it works. Um. So, doctor, we've been having. Thanks, Saskia. Let's let's let her let's let her drink and rest. Uh, walk outside. Um, we've been having a bit of a shortage of performances. We got a couple new younglings in, but we don't have quite the liquid funds as usual. Um, so in terms of Payment for your services. We could work out some sort of deal, but you know how deals are. Perhaps it's a payment. Only a favor. That's a very steep price, Doctor. Well, I mean, you knew my costs before approaching me. Yeah, there's a show tonight. I needed the sword out, otherwise she's gonna just scare everybody. Okay. Oh, it's just a favor. Mm, it's never just so, a favor. Yeah, I'll redeem it when uh, I see it. Mm. If you make the favor specific and small up front, I'll also throw in a free show. We've got some new ones. And it's, you know, Friday night. There tend to be a little bit more adult folks who walk in. They're more welcome. There's usually good glamour. You drive a hard bargain. But I shall, I'll, I'll, I'll watch a show of yours. New entertainment, you say, huh? Mm -hmm. Entertainment, okay. new ones, and I mean, I'm sure you're a lot around a lot of uh, pain and fear, but if you want a more positive flavor, we've got some good things. Oh, I'm excited to see what you have to offer. I can't be disappointed. Excellent. Uh, and show doors open at 11. Midnight is when the dreamiest ones walk through the door. Yeah. Awesome. Party's coming together. <laughs> In a totally different part of Boston. Totally different. There's a very small studio belonging to one mage. And as usually happens every couple of months, he's got a really interesting letter. He knows the seal and he knows the specific typewriter used to type this out. And it has some instructions. They're really vague, but you can kind of figure them out. Um, Somerville, there's a circus. Try and figure out why it's an island in the ocean of time. And you? Whoa. 
why don't you roll intelligence occult to see how much you remember from those two meetings? Intelligence and occult. Occult. Okay. Our first roll. First roll. So one success. I you know success. some of what's going on. You've heard a bit of whispers from when the Mysterium gets together, but this is mostly a feeling that you have yourself. Uh, you can feel the time and what the Mysterium code names the ocean uh, is really wonky around Boston. Something is off. Something is definitely not right. Um, time spells seem to be going a little different than expected. There have been some disappearances, there have been accidents. And it seems like things are getting worse. So they're asking you to investigate because of course you're the best one for the job. You've done all kinds of different missions and probably hundreds. I mean, you don't remember the older ones, but definitely at least hundreds of very successful missions. Um, so investigating the circus, an island in the ocean of time, not exactly sure what that means, but you can check it out. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the red line down into Somerville. You're gonna have to hunt for the circus. This is not going to appear magical for you. So if it's something I could see with mage sight, then and standing in Davis Square and investigating, I would have a pretty mighty role. Yeah, um, what mage site would you wanna use? I don't know these words yet. Okay, so mage site, um, it's kind of like putting on different colored glasses, except instead of a color, you're looking at how certain forces of the world are interacting in the world. So if you were going to put on your fate site, um, you would see how You'd see the fate lines basically how different people and places and things are related to each other in terms of how they're fated to interact. Um, it's also helpful for looking at where Arcadia or the Fae have touched things. Um, see what else do you have time? You could see, um, we definitely see if there's something weird going on with time. Um, okay, well, I am primarily a, a fate mage and so that would be my reflexive first action to uh to investigate the space with with fate sight um i'd also follow that of serendipity if that a spell of where is the most practical fated best place for me to go yeah i could totally see you using that as the start of every mission it's just why you're so successful you just just a lucky guy um, so yeah, if you wanted to roll at serendipity, that'd be fine. I have it as a rope. One, two, three, four, six. Oh, thanks. Nine dice. Okay. It's all I do, but I'm going to do this pretty well. All right, so that's three successes. Um, yeah, you just kind of get the red line, kind of rub your hands together and just start walking down the brick pathway and happen to look to the right just as some uh, sort of echoes of fate lines as if someone had walked there. Um, and you're seeing kind of these fate shimmers around different people, clearly drunk or adult or some of them just little artsy and dreamy, kind of going down the direction of that, that echo. And it feels right, you can just follow along um, and just pulsing with fate and dream and magic is just this giant circus tent. It's definitely where you wanna go. You ended up there, no problem. Um, these giant black gates and velvet striped tent, a couple of smaller tents. Uh, the 
lights are on. They're bright and warm and people are just walking in. Some of them stopping at a smaller tent, some of them going off into others, some of them funneling into the big tent. Um, it's magic, but there's stuff going on. Where you want to go, feels right. And that's where I'm going. Uh, before I do though, I would take a moment to, uh, to cast constant presence on myself, uh, which would keep me stable around any time magic. Changes might happen around me, but if I'm going into a warped time space, warped time location, that's easier to say, uh, then, then that would be also instinctive. I am very careful and very pedantic. Amazing. Um, is that one of your? Uh, it's a practice. Right. You got an exceptional success. You've got a three, so that's a five. Um, amazing. Uh, could you describe what your nimbus looks like as you steady yourself and become more sure of your, your space in time? <laughs> Sure. Um, an Arcanthus mage generally has some strange luck and weird twists of fate occurring around them. Uh, it would only be noticeable to another mage as something that had to do with with me. Uh, when I'm spellcasting, at least, there's an immediate nimbus about me of matrix glitches. Mm -hmm. You might notice a second or two jump forward or back. The the same cat walks down an alley and screams the same way. Uh, little things, but enough that that there's some strangeness. Very cool. Um Madam Madam Sweet. Uh, you've just had this ridiculous ridiculous drunk top student come in and just ask how and when he's going to find love. There's just either there are no gay men or everyone's closeted and he thought he came to the gay city in Massachusetts, but he just, how is he going to find some love? Um, you look over his shoulder and you see, well, there are some oddly dressed people in Somerville, but white hair, white trench coat, white shirt, white pants, full ostentatious, just glitch forward and back as he's walking um, very confidently into the circus. That's a Nimbus. There's a mage coming into your circus. That's not usual. Second thought, all you need, love potion. Right here, $20. Take, take. Thank you, out, 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 good, good. Drink it, he'll love you forever, whoever he was, exactly the one for you. And I push out past the kid um, and up to this white trench coat. Um, you in sit. Now, palms five out 15, tarot 30, bones 20, but sit, sit. Sounds like I am in the right place. I sniff, did you sell that boy Mountain Dew and a little bit of turpentine? You won't hurt him. Nothing more than what he already drank tonight. Might even give him, you know, that little thought that makes him get just the thing he's looking for. I think you're right. Well, of course, mage, I knew it. I knew it my mile away, I always do. Always can tell them before anyone else can. Now, now, why are you here? Not that I don't know, but I can't tell you anything you don't know. So why don't you tell me? I am amused. Uh, of course, and I'm where I'm supposed to be also. Uh, I am here on behalf of the, what are we called again? The Mysterium. Uh, so this is, this is big and this is important and this is scary. Where's the time warp? I don't participate with the orders. Then you probably want me out of here. Mm. But you're supposed to be here. 
funny about. Can I see your tongue? There's the click of a pistol under my trench coat. Oh, now, now. Let's not start like that. We're friends here, aren't we? We could be. Mysterium have deep pockets. I could certainly afford a tarot reading. Mmm, maybe two. Thirty dollars. Up front. Thirty dollars. Shuffle, shuffle. Interesting. Tell me what I'm looking for then. I knew today was going to be a different day. What is it you want again? The tomboy? The time boy? Something, something mighty? Something hiding in this circus? Everyone's hiding in a circus. Why do you think people come to the circus? To hide. As a time mage who has currently enchanted himself with uh, a time stability, do I, can I feel anything changing around me? Like if I'm now a rock, I would feel the river, I guess, moving. Yeah, weirdly, no. Um, you're steady and stable, and it's like nothing else around you is moving. Which is a rock sitting on top of another rock, which is how it's supposed to be, but not how it's been. Gotcha. Thank you. I lie and say, time is my primary focus. I have come here because I've sensed the stillness. There must be some great power supporting this place. Of course. Madame Meadowsweet is here, telling fortunes, seeing the future, helping lost souls like you. What, what trick? Do you have a trick you can do at this time? I can smell when I'm being bullshitted. I get up to leave. Robin! Madam Meadowsweet, I've got like five minutes to be on stage. I'm glad I just walked by your tent. There's, it's, it's packed. What? There's something throwing off your groove. Can I just like point? I don't like this one, but it came here. Ah, on human power. Is what supports this place? You're interesting. Mm. What did you uh, imbibe earlier today? Oh, this is no tough stage. Oh. Did I make my nimbus? So play? hard to tell. Robin. Not human, nice to meet you. It's, what? He, he uh, shakes his mask off a little bit. You just see some birds erupt out. He's got branches and very gnarly tree man. He goes, ta-da, puts his mask back on and be like, but they save that for the show. Uh, so you're looking for power? I mean, that's part of, that's, you know, your side of the world's deal. We, we just deal in dreams and wonderment and a little safety. It's, you know, we keep to our own. We don't mess with any of your politics and none of our politics. Got mages, changelings, all living peacefully. We don't, you know, I don't know what you're after. Me neither. Uh, is that part of that safety, the stability in the timeline? 
Do you cast particular magics? We all have magics, um, but they're they're not they're not like your magics. You manipulate the world, you know, kind of against its lot of consent. So we uh, make deals with the world so that it you know helps us out. We help it, it helps us. You now we don't understand how we're helping it necessarily. We would keep on, you should know this. Um, look, it, if you wanna see, I don't know if you've ever met any of the lost, any of us. Um, we like to call ourselves the found here. Why don't you come in, just sit yourself, don't draw any attention to yourself, even with, you know, well, I guess we've got all kinds here. Come in, watch the show, see what you're about. You know, maybe Madame Madison will give you a real reading. All readings are real readings. Leave the thirty dollars. No, look around. You know, if you need to talk to someone, but really, it's okay. Maybe you can get back to Mysterium your people and see what exactly they want from us. We'd rather be left alone. So come in, look around, watch the show, get out. I appreciate the respect. If, uh, if there's something here my masters need to catalog, then I need to see it. And no, it's not gonna interfere with us. If Excellent. you're lying to me, then I will bring grave misfortune on this place. Your patrons will have the worst run of luck and it'll probably burn your circus down. Who knows? Don't mess with me or my order. Robin, first, just one little curse. This one wants what I promise. I won't even charge up, no money. Robin leans very close to your face creaking and says I'd like to see you try pulls out a ticket gives it to you and walks out and I think it's a good stopping place before the show starts thank you for joining the circus um this is totally different from words and witchcraft we'll see how the stories might interlace going forward um we have a Discord channel um, that'll be in the notes. And um, hang out with us, talk about stuff you like, you don't like. If I've totally messed up the changing rules, um, mage rules, it's a little bit new for me. Uh, tell us if you like our outfits, if you're watching us on YouTube or, you know, share your pets. We got a lot of cat pictures. Hello, Robin. Nope, that's a terrible accent. <laughs> so hard. One, two, three, nous irons au bois.